Put your hands flat on the table. Now bring out your wallets. Don't want to bring out anything but the wallets. Quick. Making a mistake, friend. You don't want to knock over this game. Collect the wallets and the bills on the table. Get Menners first. How come he knows you, Jake? He didn't. But he does now, asshole. Who are you, friend? Macklin. We heard Macklin's dead. Heard wrong. In theory, my name is Webb, and this is my co-host Mike, and we are continuing our journey with Quentin Tarantino and his book Cinema Speculation, and we're talking the 1973 film The Outfit. I had no idea this film even existed. I, I think 20 minutes in, it all, all all of a sudden dawned on me. I was like, wait a minute. I had to look it up, and sure enough, this is a Richard Stark Parker adaptation, and I had no idea that there were so many of these, so I had to tell Mike, I was like, alright, I need to stop this, I need to finish reading my Darwin Cook adaptations, and then I'll get back uh, to the movie, and I did, and boy, also, Cook's first three adaptations, the, the stories are The Hunter, The Man with the Getaway Face, and The Outfit are excellent, so I'm coming at this movie reading the adaptations, the comic adaptations, have you read them or the original novels? Um, yeah, I really got into the uh, those three. Uh, I know there are more Parker novels, but those are the only three that I read. And it's probably about 15 years ago. Um, and I'll give credit to the uh, Hard Case Crime imprint. I really got into those when that started in the, I guess, mid to late 2000s, which they've kind of veered off course for my liking because their original uh conceit was they were going to be like the little uh paperback sort of like dime store novels that you'd see in a rack and that was i liked that aesthetic of having like nice little paperbacks and uh then you know stephen king got in the picture and suddenly it's hard covers and things i'm like all right this this is not fit <laughs> um but i i believe that i i read uh a westlake novel something something keyed me into like oh yeah didn't wasn't there a mel gibson movie that was kind of like an adaptation of this because that was all i was familiar with was payback and uh, so I tracked him down, and I really got into those those first three, and then obviously Darwin Cook, who's probably up there. I would say it's it's like him, Kirby Ditko, or like my favorite like comic book artists. Yeah, um, I don't know who would be complete my Mount Rushmore. Uh, but Darwin Cook at least was modern to me. Like I was, you know, I got to meet the man. So it was he was a a working artist at the time, and so I really got into those. But having said all that. I had not seen Point Blank when I started reading them. I did go back and watch that. Uh, I think the John Borman, I think 67 film, which I believe is seen as like the best one. But in cinema speculation, Tarantino brings us the outfit with Robert Duvall as 
uh, the version of Parker here, and I was also not aware it existed. I'd never heard of this, so this is totally a QT messing with my brain here. I'm coming to this completely fresh just for this project. Uh, I will say uh, one of the extra material in the Darwin Cook adaptations that I have here, uh, he, he did a bunch of wonderful new art for uh, some of the movies that have uh, featured uh, the character of Parker. And for Point Blank, uh, Darwin Cook writes, For my money, Lee Marvin is the celluloid Parker. The look, the near-mute performance, and the machine-driven physicality make this one of the finest performances in the Academy Award winner's long career. Some are put off by Borman's avant-garde approach, but I think it remains an inventive, and pure example of the best in crime films. This picture influenced a generation of filmmakers around the world. I have not seen Point Blank, but would you agree with that? It's better than Payback. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so okay. Uh, so if you like what you heard, stumble over to patreon.com slash film. There you'll find all of our episodes on cinema speculation for this year, along with other Patreon-specific episodes for movie podcasts such as Offscreen Death and Silver Cinema. And if you hate clicking on links, don't worry. You'll get your own podcast-specific feed or commentary track as if you need one more feed to listen to me on. It's just a buck, though. <laughs>